ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Father, lead me along your way. Draw me from sin unto your holiness, that I may be your living praise. So draw me deeper, deeper to your word of truth deeper Lord deeper to my love for you draw me deeper Lord deeper to the place where you are draw me deeper and deeper that I may know your Draw me from hate into charity, from restlessness into your peace. Draw me from anger, Lord, into gentleness, till every storm in my life shall see. So draw me deeper, Lord, deeper to your word of truth. Draw me deeper, Lord, deeper to my love for you. Draw me deeper, Lord, deeper to the place where you are. Draw me deeper and deeper. 
is won. Very soon you win the victory. Pray on. When your questions go unanswered and your praise may seem in vain, they don't seem to make the difference. They don't seem to make a change. Just rest assured, God knows your needs, and He hears the time you pray. Your praise are rich in heaven, and the answers on the way. Pray on, for you are who the Lord is looking for. This will tear those mighty strongholds down. Stay on your knees, for this is where the battle is won. There's no other place for you to be than to seek your Father prayerfully. Very soon you win the victory.
can separate me from your love. No height, no depth. I don't will any tribulation that can separate me from your love. What we have, what we share together. Oh, no sin, no pain, no fear, no offense can separate, 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 separate the love of my life. It's you. You need to keep chasing. You need to keep running, running. Go deeper, go deeper. Beholding him until you were changed. Beholding him until you were changed. Beholding him until you become more like him. It's a relentless pursuit. You must press, press in his presence. Press in his presence. Wait, you must wait. Whether you hear him or not, oh, you cannot give up now. You cannot stop now, cause he's coming after us. Yes, he's coming after us. It's a relentless, 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 relentless. You must not stop. It's a relentless pursuit It's a passion A passionate pursuit I wanna stop Wanna stop chasing after you What will keep you in this race? You must have a conviction You must have an encounter That is when no death can separate you no sin no fear no failure because at a point of encounter it's at a point of encounter it's at a point of encounter it's a relentless so we meet Jesus again you need to keep running you need to keep you need to keep pressing. You need to keep pressing. Oh, yeah. I will not stop. I will not stop chasing, chasing, chasing after you. It's a relentless pursuit. It's a passion, passion. I will not stop chasing. 
the love of my life He's the love of our lives As you As you gentlemen the moment you have been waiting for this morning is here are you ready for what is coming your way I said are you ready for what is coming your way this morning I want you to give a loud shout I want you to clap your hands and with great expectation let's receive the Bishop Edwin Morgan O'Gall to minister to us this morning in your hands somebody's life is changing somebody is becoming more anointed somebody's experiencing God's power Somebody is moving higher. Somebody is becoming stronger. Father, we thank you. We are grateful for the beautiful time we are having. We thank you for your plans for us your will for our lives and the destiny we have in you in you in you we know our lives are changing we know we will never be the same again we know you will bless us as we go deeper in Jesus name we pray amen You may be seated. I want to welcome you to this second day. I want you to expect a change. I want you to believe that through this encounter, a major spiritual impartation will be delivered to your life. 
last night I told you that it is in your own interest to keep doing more every day. It is in your own interest not to stagnate. Because once you freeze in your advancement, in your walk with God, you are announcing your unfaithfulness. You are announcing your inability to be entrusted with more. God's will for your life, God's plan for your life will come to pass on the platform of an ever-increasing Christian life. Every promise he has made to you Every promise he has given you is based on the assumption that you will keep chasing after him. Once that assumption can no more hold true, it means that God doesn't have much to do with you. Because the path of the just is like a light that shines more and more and more until, until the perfect day. That is how God expects. So when God is relating with you, he's expecting that that is, that is how your life is. Because the path of the just is not like a light that shines and then becomes dim. So as he's relating with you, his mind is that you are going to go on and on and on. And I want you to know that you can do more. Amen. I said you can do more. Revelations chapter 2. Those of you with the New International Reader's Version. Reader's Version. Verse 18. Say do more. Even politicians have got four more to do more. And we don't see what they are doing. When we say we are doing more, we mean to do more. Revelation chapter 2 verse 18. Here is what I command you to write to the church in Thyatira. I'm reading from the New International Reader's Version. Here are the words of the Son of God. He is Jesus whose eyes are like blazing fire 
His feet are like polished bronze. He says, I know what you are doing. I know what you are doing. I know your love and your faith. I know how well you have served. I know you don't give up easily. In fact, you are doing more now than you did at first. Beautiful. It will amaze you to know what God knows about you. You know, there are some Christians who think that God notices it only when they are fornicating. God notices their pornography. Watching. God notices it when they lie. Like God is a senior housemaster with a torchlight at 12 midnight looking for students who are not on their beds. Yes. I said some people have a mind that God is like in his relationship with us. He notices our fornication. He sees it when we lie. But it looks like he doesn't notice any other thing. Now, I want you to go back. And if you don't have the, that version I read, just listen to me. He said, I know what you are doing. Yes. He knows what to discuss in your house about your church and your pastor. He knows it. He knows it. <laughs> he knows it. He says, I know your love and your faith. We all don't have the same faith. There are differences in how we believe in God. And God says that, I know your faith. I know your faith. He says, I know how well you have served. I know how well you have served. I know you don't give up easily. He knows everything. I'm saying that God also sees the good things you are doing. Hebrews 11, 6 says, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I want you to know as a born again Christian that God knows everything about you. When you do good, he sees it. When you love him, he notices it. When you have faith, he is pleased. He notices it.
He says, I know how well you are serving. I know how well you are serving. And then, finally, he lands the bombshell. In fact, you are doing more now than you did at first. This was not a congregation of robots. This was a congregation of men and women of like passion. Ladies and gentlemen, if God could see that someone was doing more now than he was doing before, then I want to announce to you that you can also do more now. You can. You can do more now. You can do more now. It is in your power. You are capable of doing more. Philemon verse 20. Philemon verse 20. King James says, Yea, brother, let me have joy of thee in the Lord. Refresh my bowels in the Lord. Having confidence in thy obedience, I wrote unto thee, I'm reading verse 21 now, knowing that thou wilt also do more than I say. I know that you will do more than I say. If nothing has sunk yet, let the sink that God notices what you do. He says, I know that you will do more. First Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 10. The Waymouth translation says, And indeed, you do love all the brethren throughout Macedonia. And we exhort you to do so more and more. First Thessalonians 4.10 The Waymouth translation. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to inform you That you are capable of doing more. Some of you have become specialists in doing little and less and least and nothing. You can do more. You are capable of reading more of your Bible. Believe. You are capable of reading more of your Bible. You are capable of 
praying more. You are capable of being holier than you are now. Yes, because sometimes we deceive ourselves. We say, oh, I used to watch pornography five, I used to masturbate five times a week. Now, I've reduced it to two. God should take it like that. Yes, it's an improvement. Two, obviously, is less than five. But I'm just saying to you that you can do more. You can. My sister at the back, you can forgive more people than the six you are quarreling with currently. You can do more. Pastor, you can have more services than you are doing now. Yeah, you can you you can do more. You can do more. You can do more. I mean, before the COVID, those of us at uh, uh, um, in OEB, before COVID, we're having a beautiful Sunday morning church service. Amazing. With signs and wonders and miracles. Even communion, people were being healed. Instantly. Demons were flying off. Yes. We're having a very good time. And I thought I was a man of God. <laughs> Yes, because sometimes you can feel that you are a man of God. It's a feeling that comes that you, you, you are called. <laughs> you know, not knowing that as we were doing all those things on Sunday morning, the church, not some new people who had been moved from another cathedral, the same church was capable of doing more. So when the lockdown was over and we came back and circumstances forced us to break the service into two suddenly i realized that as we were there we could actually have a saturday evening service which is even bigger than a sunday morning service amazing you don't know what you can do And God told the church in Thyatira, he said, I am telling you guys that I have seen that you are doing more now, more now. I want you to pray that you will do more now than you have done before. Believe God that in the the narrative of your Christian life, there will be nothing like a better yesterday. Believe God. You see, these are the things you must use your faith to do. Not use your faith to collect milk and sardines. Which unbelievers are also... No, seriously. There's nothing wrong with believing God for a shed, believing God for shoes, believing God for whatever. But believe, you use your faith to believe God that you will do more. Believe God to fast more. try even if you try and you fail at least you tried believe God that in your Christian life there will be nothing like 
a better yesterday. It should not exist. The Bible says anybody who speaks like that hasn't spoken wisely. It's not wisdom to have a better yesterday. That's what Bible scriptures tell us that. Anyone who says the old yesterday was better hasn't spoken wisely. I want you to view your Christian life as a project. It's a project. Because your spiritual life is your real life. It is your real life around which other things ought to revolve and not the other way around. Your spiritual life is your real life around which your marriage should revolve, around which your education, even the subjects you choose should be based on your Christian life. Yes. There's will for you, not you. You don't choose your subjects based on God's will for her or him, but God's will for you. Yes. In my education, certain subjects and certain courses, even even the specialty I chose was based on my life, God's will for me. Yes. Me, not that. You see, we are different. Don't try to live your life by the way somebody is living his life. You see that the letter he wrote to them, it was to a particular church. Not there were seven of them, and each one had a, 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 a very unique message. Know your life. I've always tried not to follow how people are doing their things. I don't. If I was to follow, to be following people, how people do their things, my fellow doctors do their things, my fellow pastors do their things, my fellow bishops do their things, I would not be standing here. I would not be standing here in front of you. Because it, it will amaze you that somebody you think should know better. It's not whether he knows better and chooses not to do better. It's, it's, it's one thing also. Learn to walk with God. And it's leading me to something I said I was going to tell you. I told you yesterday and I'm going to say it at a point. Let your walk with God be a personal walk personal and in that context of a personal walk you will not believe it that you can do more you will not believe it some of you have abandoned your spiritual life. It's now a write-off. It's now a wreckage. It's now a wayside accident car. But your other lives are blossoming and are flourishing. You wait and see what will happen to those lives. There was an old Greek philosophy ancient philosophy that said I am because you are 
That was how the Christians thought. I am because you are. It's like, it's like, it's like when you see something like this, it's because of something. Now, I want to tell you, your marriage is because of your spiritual life. How your children will behave in the house will be based on your life. Better begin to wrap other areas of your life around your spiritual life. Better begin to see your spiritual life as the main life. That your marriage is because of your spiritual life. And not the other way around. Begin to make choices that are based on your spiritual life. I was going to live in America. And I have the ability to live in America. And I was with Christian friends who spoke in tongues. Who were also going to America with me. But at a point, the Lord spoke to me. And I'm very happy even those days. I didn't say about why is this one going? Because all those who were going were in the will of God. For them. You, it's very important that you know how God is with you. It's very important. Because if you look around today, in contemporary Christian life and church life, which if, if you allow me to use that the, the right word, contemporary ecclesiology. Ecclesiology. Contemporary ecclesiology. You will notice that few people, hardly will you find someone doing more. People are cooling off. Pastors are cooling off. Shepherds are cooling off. Singers are cooling off. Basenta leaders are cooling off. Bishops are cooling off. If you look around, you will destroy your life. Don't look around. There's not much around to see. There's not much around. There's not much around. But I'm here this morning to inform you that you can do more. You can pray more. It's possible that what what you are doing now, whatever, maybe whatever you are doing now, you'll be shocked to know that it's just half of your ability. 2 Kings 13. 2 Kings 13. Verse 17. Second Kings 13, verse 17. And he said, Open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elijah said, Shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For thou shalt smite the Syrians in Afek. 
till thou hast consumed them. Verse 18. And he said, Take the arrows. And he took them. And he said to the king of Israel, the first one, the instruction was, shoot. And he shot. The next instruction was not shoot. He said, smite upon the ground. And he smote thrice. And stayed. That is, this is an old word for stopped. He hit the ground three times and he stopped. So he took the arrow, pa, pa, pa. And the man of God was wrought with him and said, Thou shouldest have smitten five or six times. Then hast thou smitten Syria till thou hast consumed it. Whereas now thou shalt smite Syria but rise. So if you were allowed into the room, you would be very impressed to see a king obeying instructions. Obeying the instruction of a prophet. Shoot, he shoots. Strike, he strikes. But God was judging differently. Some of you have obeyed to become basenta leaders. You have obeyed to become a center leader. You have obeyed to do something for God. You, whatever you were asked to do, you, you did it. But it will shock you to know that God's estimation of what you are doing is that you are not doing more. And then we human beings, we see and we clap. Wow, the pastor is preaching powerfully. Oh, the church is growing nicely. Oh, the sister is singing beautifully. But if God is to stand and judge you, you'll be surprised that his verdict will be, will be diametrically opposed to the opinion of man. You see the man striking. I mean, I would have said, wow. First of all, a king obeying an, a prophet after that. He died. After that, the next thing, the, the next major event in his life was to die. A prophet about to die. A man of God with nothing to offer. But a king in his, in his regalia, a king in his robes, is obeying the prophet. Says, shoot, and he shoots. Not knowing that God believes that they could do more. They could do more. He said, you could have struck five or six. Meaning that what you are doing now, you are capable of doing double. You are capable of doing double. So, so you see, it's not difficult. Just, just stand up and look around you. Just look around you. 
Like I said yesterday, Paul told the Romans, let God be true. It's one of our Christian responsibilities to let God be true. That is, live your life in such a way that when people see it, they can see, see and say that, no, when God says something in his word, it comes to pass in the life of Amanda. Let God be true. But you stand up and look around. Most Christians are, are impoverished spiritually, impoverished in their soul. I mean, most Christians are just churchgoers who are dancing heavily to the tune of the world. You can do more. And the Christian life we are living, that is how it's supposed to be lived. There should be nothing like you are plateauing or you are, you are, you are diminishing. Anybody listening to me, you, you just joined the church or you are a new Christian. I don't know how you arrived here. But I'm just informing you that as you've started, have a mind that you will never cool off. I want sisters to have a mind that going to school will not let you diminish have, I want sisters to, to know marrying will not, will not make you be, become cold. Being pregnant will have no impact. I know lady pastors who preached and preached till they, till they I mean, one, one lady pastor delivered immediately after preaching in church on Sunday. I know her personally. By Sunday evening, she had had a baby. But she was preaching on Sunday morning. Because pregnancy or no pregnancy. You see, don't elevate nonsense into greatness. Don't make nonsense big. Don't make your bank work big. All these things are the nonsenses of life. Only our walk with God. Is, is worthy of giving ourselves to. Don't. Go to work. Go to school. But they are all useless. Practically and literally. And you will grow up. One brother was telling me something a rich man was telling him. That, I mean... The, the, the only thing that makes him happy these days is to see how people he, 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 he brought to church are still around and are serving God. Yes. But you are young. So keep chasing the millionaire vision. As a young girl, little girl, 13 or 14, little girl, she was traveling somewhere. And I asked her, what, what is your vision as you are going? She just sat down quietly. My church member. He said, my, my, 
my vision is to study law at Harvard. So beautiful. Then I asked her again, so what else? Till today, I've not received the answer. It's been two weeks. What else? She couldn't. She couldn't. Because the truth is that God is not in the hearts of people. He's not in the heart. But that's why I said, you will only grow up to discover that he is all you needed to chase. He is all you needed to give yourself to. But you keep experimenting with your life. Abandon God and chase that girl. I know when we were in Legon, there was a girl. At a point, I don't know whether she was even attending lectures. She was always in her room, water hall, cooking for a certain guy. You won't believe it. You know, when there are important things to follow, I think she had just fallen. You know, when a woman falls in love, a girl falls in love, it's, 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 it's pitiful. It's pitiful. Of course, why? Why shouldn't it be, it be pitiful? Because that's, they, are, they, they, they are living out a case. It's a case. She was, she was funny, not going for it. We, we, we couldn't believe it. In the evening, she and the guy will be strolling on campus. The guy, I don't want to mention what he is. He's a main person in the country now. School would not be over. The guy married somebody else. By the time they were leaving campus, he was a married man, and the girl was with her stove and her cooking pots. Chase useless things. I want to hold your hand and move you into deeper dimensions of God. So I want to hold your hand and force you because that is the it's, it's, it's the is the is the, the more meaningful way of living your life. Most meaningful, I should say. You can have more Bibles than your auntie's engagement Bible you are using as a grown-up. I said you can have more Bibles. New Testament with Psalms. Then there's one with New Testament with Psalms and Proverbs also. But there's one New Testament with Psalms. Then New Testament with Proverbs. We used to call it Knife, yes, because if the, the whole Bible is a sword and you are using the New Testament with sound, it's pen knife. Your enemy has a sword and you are using pen knife to fight him. Some of you have been in Christ for five years, you have never used your money to buy a Bible. Never, you are always when the, like after this camp, when we all go, then you come back and look around. You somebody has left a Bible and then you take it around. There are people who live that way.
lot of you here, the Bible you are, you are reading, you didn't buy it. You've not spent money. But you see, that's not how to work with God. Yes. The amount of money you spend on your spiritual life should be more and more and more. You spend money to buy a Bible. The next year you buy two Bibles. The next one you buy a certain type of phone to help you move around with podcasts and some messages. The next time you are buying a, a, a concordance. The next time you are buying a tablet. The next time you are buying the, I mean more and more. Spending more and more. That is how to work with God. 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 can't give God the useless part of your life. I, you know, I, I, I really thank God that I've, I've also been to school. Oh yes. I'm very, very, very grateful to God because you know, if I had not been to school, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't have been able to preach a lot of messages. Like this camp, I wouldn't be able to have it. Because as I'm, as I'm speaking from my polytechnic background, you'll be speaking in your head that but you, you are not more educated. You couldn't go to school well. That's why you don't have a certain... You've not worked at a certain level. You've not, you've not, you've not operated at a certain level. That we should do more. We should come to church more. We should buy Bibles. You are, you are not very well educated. But by the grace of God, anybody in this room who has more education than me should rise up and lift your hand. Rise up and lift your hand. I'm very happy. If I didn't get anything from education, I'm very happy that I got boldness from education. I can, I can speak in Zimbabwe. I can speak in Seoul, Korea. I can speak in America. There is no congregation I can't stand before to speak. There is none. There is none. I don't shake when I'm preaching. Please sit down. We have just been informed that the chief says that on Thursday mornings, when a pastor is preaching in this area, you don't stand up. We just got the information from the chief. He's not happy to see what is happening here at all. That's why I would like you to go to school. Do your masters. Do it. If you like, add another masters. Add the PhD. But as you are doing it, make sure you are also serving God as, by the side. With it. It goes with it. Because there are certain times you need, like Paul, he, he told them, he said, I studied at the feet of Gamaliel. You to stand up and show me, if I did my law at Gamaliel, you did your law at Makola, stand up and let's now discuss our future. So when I'm speaking, I'm very strong. I'm very strong. I've been to school. I've written exams. I've written exams and passed. I've written exams and failed. And wrote again and failed. And wrote again and passed. Yes, that's so. When you fail, and I'm talking to you, I'm speaking with audacity because if you've not failed before, you can't talk in a certain way because you don't know what it means to fail. But I failed my exam. In the medical school, I wrote exams and failed. I was a pastor. So when you come and tell me that as a center leader, you have written your ACCA and you have failed. I say, congratulations. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. 
Ghosts in Zambia. Google the meaning. Don't give the nonsense part of your time to God. Don't give the nonsense part of your life to God. Let God have the main part of your life. The main part of your life. The main part of your life. You can do more. You can do more. And it's in your interest to do more. It's not in God's interest. You know, sometimes people talk as if they are helping God. It's in your interest. Not my, it's not even in my interest. It's in your interest to do more. There is nothing you do that benefits God. Everything you do is in your own interest. If you used to bring five people to church, and you are now bringing 40 members from your center to church, you know the church will record more the attendance of the church will be 35 members more because of only you. But it means nothing to God. If there's any benefit, it inures to you. To you. The benefit is to you. Why? Because the sheep you are bringing are for your clothing. It's your clothing. You are getting shirts. And even the stubborn goats are the price of a field. Honey, honey, there is nothing you do that God benefits from. Get it right. He said, if I was hungry, you are not the person. If God needed members, if God needed members, you will not be the one to give God members. God can on Sunday 4.30 a.m. give a nightmare. Let everybody in your town have a nightmare. Frighten them with a dream. And in the nightmare, show them a picture of your church. When they wake up, nobody will tell them to come to church. We don't need you to bass. If you are bassing, it's for your good. Because God can bring people to church without you. He knows how to frighten people. I don't know how long you've been in church, but I've been in church long enough to hear people say, oh, I saw a signboard in the area and I came to church. Sign bots can even bring people to church. Sign bots. Sign what? Bots. Stop it. Don't feel too big. If your members are 40, it means that your children are 40. The arrows in your quiver are 40. And these are the ones who will meet your enemy at the gate. 
when your enemies come at the gate, it is one of these 40 members, especially the one who still smokes weed. He's the one who is going to fight him. Because you don't touch my daddy. Shakatabayaba. I said, if you have got 40 members, it, is, it means that your quiver has 40 arrows. These are the children who will meet your own enemy. The church doesn't need your help. The church benefits from you. I have used the church to have a better life. I said, I have used the church to have a happy home. I asked my son, bring me the, 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 the drink that uh, 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 Sister Abigail brought to me. I'm in my house drinking a, a, a soft drink Abigail has brought. I, she, the member is my own benefit. I am the one benefiting. Cut away. The, the proverbs the sheep are for your clothes. That's what I'm wearing now. A sheep gave it to me. Those without sheep, they wear gabardine. Can you sit down? We are in defiance of traditional laws in this area. In the Mampong, Equiapim area, there is nothing like a man is standing and you are also standing. Two more. Who benefits when you read the Bible more? I'm asking you in English. Who benefits when you read the Bible more? You benefit. At least you won't go to jail. Who benefits if you read the Bible more? You benefit because you will be a more sensible wife and not a witch in the house because verses have removed witchcraft from your behavior. And who benefits when you stop being a witch? You will benefit. Your husband will love you more. He will smooch you more. He will kiss you more. He will... I told you guys you must have a saved camp. No, I, I, you see, don't come around as if you are doing something for God. And the crowd said, if heaven was never promised to me, if, if, if one day we discovered that there was nothing like heaven, like the, the heaven is, that, is somebody's imagination. He said, it's still worth having the Lord in my life today. Today. If you pray more, you, even if you are having a meeting, say, shall we pray for the church? We pray for the church, for church growth. We are praying that the church building will be completed. The, the church carpet will be bought. The, 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 the church pastor will, be, will, will put on weight. Let's pray for the, for the pastor's wife that she will wear better shoes. And so all that you are doing, you are only rehearsing your prayer life to be able to pray for your, the next time your child is sick and you go to God. You have rehearsed how to pray. I send you out to go and do outreach 
and you think that I'm sending you to do outreach for the church to be filled. If I say to you that, go and win a soul. Good morning, sister. My name is Francis. And uh, I, I attend Lighthouse. And I, I just saw you and I felt that I should come and talk to you about Christ. And to ask you if you know Christ. Because he's the best thing that ever happened to me. I met him 10 years ago. And my life changed. And I want to ask you, do you know him? Have you given your life to him? I tell you that. Please, you attend any church. You attend the church. That's very good. Please continue attending the church because I was going to take you to church. But if you are already in Pentecost, but are you sure you are born again? Are you sure you are born again? I want to pray with you because unless you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead you cannot be saved so if you don't mind I would like to pray with you can we pray shall we bow our heads and pray what's your name please Suzette shall we bow our heads and pray father I thank you for this encounter with Suzette I'm grateful to you that you've touched her heart to draw closer to you. She attends Pentecost, but she's not born again. Lord, as we begin to pray to surrender our lives to you, I pray that you will help her and hear her, Lord. Suzette, please say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time. I realize that I am a sinner. I'm living my own life. Today, I ask you, please have mercy on me. Please wash my sins. I've done many bad things. Oh God, have mercy on me. Wash my sins. From today, I will follow you. I will save you. I thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Suzette, you are now born again. I want you to be very serious in church. I want you to, do you belong to any group in church? Join the choir. Join the choir. Pentecost choirs are known. Do you know Elder Mreko? You don't know him? You say you are in Pentecost. Suzette, are you in Pentecost? Are you sure you are in Pentecost? You don't know Elder Mreko? Suzette. When was the last time you were in church, Suzette? Last month, Suzette, honestly. I, I, you know, I want to take you to my church. Because I, I will be able to monitor your Christian life well. Okay? So let's go, Suzette. Let's go to my church. This is my church. This is my pastor. He's called Pastor Jamel. From today, I, I'm also here. I'm one of the counselors in this church. So, this is, let's be here. Okay? And God will take good care of you. So, she said, please sit down here. Yeah. Yes. This is your pastor. So, let's all be here. Okay? Now, what have I done? 
Pastor Jamel sent me to go and do outreach. I'm sure he notices that the church is empty. So I went to do outreach. I met a girl I had never met before. Never. I don't even know there's something called, something called Suzette. I saw it was dessert, but I didn't know Suzette. I hope she's not anybody's dessert. Anyway. I have ne- I, this is the first time I'm seeing dessert. I, I said dessert. Suzette. <laughs> and through my outreach, I have been able to bring Suzette to my pastor. So, you can say that the church is using me. God, that my pastor has used me to bring Suzette to church. Sit down, Suzette. Now, one day, I was having a meeting with Bible school graduates who wanted to go on missions. One said he wanted to go to Mozambique. Another said he wanted to go somewhere. Or I think I said he will go to Zambia. Then another one said that she already lives in Zimbabwe. She's going, to, she's going back home and then she will get a few things and return to do her internship. So as we and another brother, so on, we have four, five of them. So I asked her, are you married? No. Married? No. 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 Do you have a beloved? No. Yes. No. Then I came to the brother who said that he wants to be a missionary in Mozambique. I said, do you have a beloved? He said, no. I said, if you cannot use English language and tree, which you speak, to get a beloved into your life, do you think that you can go to Mozambique and use Portuguese to get a member into your church? Ladies and gentlemen, my ability to talk to this uh, Suzette my ability to talk to Suzette that I've never met and bring her to church makes it easy for me. When I'm ready to get a beloved, when I see this girl, I say, how are you doing, baby? Because I'm used to talking to girls and bringing them to Jesus. I'm used to talking to girls and bringing them to Jesus. How are you doing, baby? How are you doing? I'm Edwin. I just saw you around and I said, Are you from the Messiah Cathedral? Or Bread of Life? Or you be Cathedral? But I also attend redemption. I've not seen you before. Really? Or you be Cathedral? Wow. When did you join the church? Seven years ago. Ah. I'm also a main person in the church. I come. I've not seen you. Wow. And, and uh, what's your name? Doreen. Doreen. And I'm Edwin. Beautiful. Wow. You are Doreen. You see the confidence you think I'm talking to her? Because I've been I'm used to talking to people. 
so my bringing people to church is going to help me to get a wife ladies and gentlemen the same way i took this girl from town and brought her to church i can also take this girl from her father's house and bring her to my house while you serve god you are the one benefiting if i can bring a girl from town into church i can move a girl from her father's house to my personal house when you serve god you are not serving god you are serving yourself in the name of serving god that's why he said and ye shall serve and he shall bless there is nothing you are doing that god needs anything you do for god is for your own good time will fail me to talk to you about people who have been to interviews and said they were from lighthouse the interview ended one brother went for an interview he needed to have three interviews the first interview he said he was from lighthouse one of our branches the interview proceeded for just five minutes it ended they said she should come for the next interview as soon as she stepped out the chairman of the board that was interviewing the girl met her at the back and i said what branch of lighthouse she attends she says she's in bishop ogo's church at He said, the interview she should attend in two weeks' time. It's not necessary. She must start work next week. Ah, there was a song. Was it by A-A-A? Question for Ajay. If you do good, you do for yourself. If you do bad, you do for Was it A-A-A? A-A-A. If you do good, you do for yourself. If you do bad, you do for yourself. I'll say, if you do more, you do for yourself. If you do less, you are a twerp. Lift your two hands and pray. Stand to your feet and pray. And ask the Lord for the grace to do more, 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 more,
la cachando corriandama a la bola minianda que carianda ole mene meca pa y ayandita a curianda paranamaha ete queria la uasquia a tamanamaha a queria da catonia mega a paruedea a miawandamia a craga a temena a temena a temena a temena a temena a temena a Balwakatariagaga, Latebalaba, Prakashkore, Ratekeke, Adoria Dasa, Andekiandama, Abrawakantapaniaha, Abaria, 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 the Grace, the Grace, Andakua, Yachemana, Rekepara, Lakabe, Lonta, Lonta, Mandeba, Aquatandi Bariaka, Aliecheka, Alias. Kuma landea mi estune a crecatarwadana a tienda panina ancunia la serenaha a tekepea badedeha 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 a tonkoria nakatimnia rashkabaha le palagadama onda mande babaha a tekekekea ale bashkada ale kekera ale waha ale waha Amianda Paninaha, O Kekekaria, Onda Mananamaha, Ayatikika, Ole Baranaha, Tudumo, Yante, Lotra, Kianta, Piento, Nikaha, Yachia, Liaskama, Panta Paninoho, Lekekara, Adianda Stuna, Abianda Penga, Aluma Maya, Akekekeka, Ali Asina, Atanga Garo, Yarade, Yarade, Lagi anda damana aliete tegara aliawa tegeme apabaro 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 umpeneamba untrana yachika aliechame pachandagaga liasinima apalalaha 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 let your grace fall rakadia let them all Panonema Samba, Impadiambada, Reka Parwa de Kaga, Lekega Atabuma, Atika, Matande, Liaweda Atandagianga, Alia Watanda Penina, Akwanda, Atienda, Lashia, 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 Ambadi Ambadia, Atagiandaga, Atalia Dega. Roshima, Liasema, Onde Menene Ampa, Atagaragaya, Ontamanamaha, Aradanaha, I will do more, 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 Rapageba, Bendebelera Atasa, Yayasemaha, 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 Amasemono, Bendepegida, Lake. Mano para rakakima lega ato leme nato leme ete alagera atamaro ipampara namaha aliete chaga alusime yabiadeha ataga damana mama bela balo bokora lema aroa ademeria akatuni 
working for an oil company and Reverend Kobe, please come so this an, a, a multinational this, this lay pastor was working in so there was a conference and the CEO of the conference was to give what, what do you call those things in the conference? Is it a speech or a, a, a presentation? Okay. Presentation. So he started the first night. And then the second night, the second day, some, an emergency came up. So the CEO had to you know, be absent for a while. For a few hours. So he asked the this our lay pastor to you know say something say, say something to engage the the uh, participants of the conference. So he started. This lay pastor began was talking about whatever, whatever. Then, as he was um, having the meeting and speaking. The CEO returned. He finished what he was doing. And he came he, and he entered the room and sat at a place where the pastor couldn't see him. And he was listening. He was awed by the way the lay pastor was wowing the, the crowd. He sat down, listened, listened, listened. During the break, he called this is worker, this is employee, and asked him. It seems you have had some training in public speaking. Because this lay pastor had not, had not told his boss that he was a pastor. He didn't know he was a pastor. He said, it seems that you, you, you've had some training in public speaking. And the lay pastor just smiled. Because there was a reason why he didn't want to reveal his identity. A good reason. Today, that lay pastor is on the board of that company. 
You see, when the CEO told him to engage the participant, what he didn't know was that he had asked him to do what he normally does on about two, three, four times a week, speaking to his church, preaching, preach. So when the time came for him to speak, he was not, he was doing something he was used to. So apparently, his pastoral appointment and the church he was pastoring, he wasn't doing it for the church. His own life experience and elevation. If you do good, you do for yourself. If you do more, you do for yourself. I'm telling you, some of you, your children are watching you and they see your attitude in the house. They will grow up and not have any respect for church. By which time it would have dawned on you that God is important, but you'd have lost your children to the world. I don't know. I I need someone to tell me. I don't know what I am doing as a pastor that God needs. Or what I am doing for the church that is not benefiting my life directly. I don't know. I don't know. Fine protocol will not allow me to, to, to say certain things and to go into certain details. And I've been a lay pastor for 14 years. Lay pastor. Student and pastor. Doctor and pastor. Doctor, student and pastor. This and pastor. Get it right. Don't be confused. When God says, do more prayer, do more word, do more Bible study, do more service, it's for your life. And I want us to lift up our hands again. And begin to pray. Talk to God right now. Talk to God. Pray to do more. Yes, Lord. Likadanimo prakasita yaba, libaya katonimo shalino katoha, librasi katonimo prakasa, renda ya katonimo namama, ibrosa katonimo praha, yemba kateya boche, ibrasi ne yembele kasune mosha, yembele bebe katonimo ma, ibrasi katoba lamba yaba, likato sata, you know. I want us to pray that it will never happen in your lifetime. Yes. Maybe your cousin's lifetime. Mm. Or your junior brother's lifetime. Or second cousin's lifetime. But you, it will never happen that you will be found cooling off as a Christian in your work for God. In your walk with God. In your spiritual life. That it may be your second cousin. But you. That as you are now. Mm. The only known pathway. Is forward. And the only known. 
Lift your hands and pray. Hey, I want us now to I want to show you a picture I want to show you a picture of how your walk with God ought to be a picture of how your walk with God ought to be Ezekiel 47 you may be seated New Living Translation a picture Ezekiel 47 In my vision, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. Now, I want to paint this picture as a very necessary foundation. There, the entrance of the temple. The entrance of the what? There, at the entrance of the temple, I saw a stream flowing east from beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right of the altar on its south side. Verse 2. The man brought me outside the wall through the north gateway and led me around to the eastern entrance. Specific directions. There, I could see the water flowing out through the south side of the east gateway. Measuring as he went, he took me along the stream for 1,750 feet and then led me across Magokati Kabakataka. I'll take it again. He took me along the stream for 1,750 feet. 
and then he led me across the stream. The water was up to my ankles. He measured off another 1,750 feet and led me across again. This time, the water was up to my knees. After another 1,750 feet, it was up to my waist. Say, going deeper. Then he measured another 1,750 feet. I wish there's a new convert listening to me. And the river was too deep to walk across. You remember? When he measures, if this is the stream, he measures it. 1,750. Then he takes him across. They cross the stream. Then they come back and measure 1,750 feet. Then they walk across. Then 1,750 feet. And then they walk across. But this time, at a certain depth, it was too deep to walk across. But it was deep enough to swim in. But too deep. But too deep. To walk through. He asked me, Have you been watching? Have you been watching, son of man? Then he led me back along the riverbank, back to where they began. Now, when I was, when I returned, I was surprised. By the sight of many trees growing on both sides of the river. The same river. He had not noticed that there were trees growing on both sides of the river. Wow! I was surprised. Then he said to me, This river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of this stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. There will be swarms of living things wherever the water of this river Fish will abound in the Dead Sea. Makata. It's a prophecy. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea. For its waters will become fresh. That is, the waters that had no fish, salted, will suddenly become fresh. 
tilapia and we will. There will be swarms. Google it. Those of you in Zimbabwe, Google Wiru. There will be swarms of living things wherever the water of the river flows. Fish will abound in the Dead Sea. For its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever this water flows. Verse 10. Fishermen. Takatwa. You are talking about one district, one factory. (laughs) Fishermen. You want jobs? Fishermen will stand along the shores of the Dead Sea. All the way from Engedi to Enegleim. The shores will be covered with nets. Drying in the sun. Fish of every kind will fill the Dead Sea just as they fill the Mediterranean. But the marshes and the swamps will not be purified. They will still be salty. Fruit trees of all kinds will grow along both sides of the river. The leaves of these trees will never turn brown and fall. And there will always be fruit on their branches. There will be a new crop every month. 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 For they are watered by the river flowing from the temple. The fruits will be for food. And the leaves for healing. Can you clap your hands? I want you to notice in this short story a few things. There is obviously somebody speaking. Ezekiel himself. A prophet. He, somebody. And then there is another man. We know of two people. Then, then there is a river. There's a river, which is the main subject in this vision. And then notice the trees. I'm just pointing out a few things to notice. The trees on both sides 
whose fruits are for food, whose leaves are for healing. Notice it. Notice the fish. Madikos Tabraga. Notice the marshes and the swamp. Which in all the things going on never get affected. They remain salty. Remember that this led to a dead sea. Salty sea. So huge but could still be purified. But don't lose sight of the masses and the swamp. Which seem to be unaffected. It seems whatever is going on doesn't affect this area. It remains salty. Remains salty. And remember the fishermen. Remember the fishermen. But the most interesting thing you need to take note of is that the river has increasing depth. Increasing depth. Note it carefully. Now, ladies and gentlemen, how I wish there was a new believer, there was some young Christian, there was a shepherd listening to me. How I would love to have a pastor listen to me at this time. You see, this picture is a picture of your walk with God. It's your walk with God. There's a picture. In your walk with God, the water that is so fresh that it refreshes you seems to come from the temple, not from the bank. I know you have a shop. I know you have some offices in town from your business, but the water that refreshes your life doesn't come from that office. It's worth noticing that. The water that has power to change the dead sea into a living sea, that water emerges from even even the closed doors of the temple are capable of allowing Something that can change your life. If you've never read the story before, if you've never known about the story, then your Christian life is not complete. Because there is an important person in this story. And that person is not Ezekiel the prophet. 
if we had left Ezekiel the prophet to be alone, he would have been roaming around the temple. You see him around the temple, moving from gate to gate, inspecting the doors, the water from the south side of the east gate and the west side of the north gate, all types of English language. But the real assignment is not carried out. Paul wrote to the Thessalonians and described some people as busybodies and not working. Busybodies. You see them active, but they are not working. Now, the key to not become a, not becoming a busybody is to understand that God gives you a man. There is a man. That man is not God. He is a man. She is a woman. Who comes into Ezekiel's life? And converts that meaningless perambulation. To a purposeful pursuit of God's plan. He holds his hand and said, enough of inspecting gates. Now, I'm taking you on a journey. Now, now, anybody who doesn't surrender himself to that man cannot experience what must be experienced. For ladies and gentlemen, the river is not a river to be looked at. Ezekiel was just admiring the river. The river is not a river to be admired. David said in Psalm 46, there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. There is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad Psalm 46. The city of God. God is in the midst of her. And she shall not be moved. My dear friend, the river of God is not a river to be admired. If we had left Ezekiel to be alone with the river, all you would have done was be writing poems about the river. Taking selfies by the riverside. But ladies and gentlemen, the river of God is a river to be entered into practically with your body. If you've just joined the church, do not join the 
ranks of those who just talk about the river. Who just admire the river. For they exist. They are the Ezekiels. They may be called prophets, but they are just admirers. Shepi. Busybodies. Not working. How your life is supposed to be in God. How the Jeremiah 29, 11 future God promises you will come to pass. Will not come to pass by being an admirer of the river. That is why for me, the most important subject in this vision is not Ezekiel. It is the man. He comes and converts Ezekiel's admiration of the river into a practical experiential lifestyle because if we leave you you will only be writing poems about the river and those who admire the river only see the shallowest parts and the gates. How will gates benefit you? But I know that the fishes will benefit you. I know that the fruits will benefit you. I know that the leaves will benefit you. I know that the fish, oh Jesus help me. The fishermen by this bank, they will help you. How will it help you? If you know that the waters streamed from the east gate, the, the north side of the east gate, and then it, it proceeded to the west side of the south gate, how does that help a Christian? And there are many people in the church who are around the temple but are not having the experience they must have. And the only reason is that they have not surrendered. John 21 says, but when you are old, you will stretch out your hand and another will take you and and will take your hand and take you where you do not want to go. John 21, 18, 19. I want to say to you today, the life God has for you can never be lived. On your own terms. If you don't submit yourself to the man. That is why Jeremiah 3.15 says, 
I will give you. I will give you passes. After my heart. Who will feed you? With the knowledge of the, of the, of the experiences. And the understanding of what it takes to meet God and to feel him. Don't join admirers. Because eventually, the admirers of the church end up becoming the enemies of the church. You see, as I'm preaching, I'm not just talking. My ten fingers are practically involved. I am not looking at the river. I am in the river. I am in the river. That's why I said, I wish a new convert was listening to me. Bishop Kobe joined this church in the canteen. He must be approaching 30 years old. Were you not also in the canteen with your sisters? Are you not a reverend doctor sitting in the camp? Were you not in the canteen? Close to te- when, when did you join the church, sir? 1991. If it is 2021, how many years now? 30 years. But he was not an admirer of the river. He entered, he allowed the man to hold his hand and walk him through the river practically. Back and forth. Thank you, sir. I want to inform you. You see them falling off. They come, they come and say, I'm not interested in the ministry anymore. I, 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 I'm, I'm doing this. I'm, I'm going to school. I, I feel I want to withdraw a little. I want to, I want to stay away from the ministry a little. I, I, I want to. These are masses and swamps. So salty. Look at my face very carefully. Nobody will tell you what I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The same place where there are salty marshes and swamps, there are also fishermen with nets and fishes beyond their ability to carry away. Be careful. If you want to join them, because, you see, some people will never leave the church. Now, listen to me very carefully. If you are using exiting from a church as your barometer for oranguism, then you have not read your books. They won't leave the church. Because at a certain age, it's not as simple as living a church. When you have lived all your life, spent a better part of your life as an admirer of the river, talking to your friends, talking to your, uh, your classmates, your colleagues, and your, your children. You talk to them about the church. You said great things, posted, posted great things about your church. It's not today that you are going to leave. 
So when you see people who haven't left the church, it's not because they, they, their hearts are in the church, but it is not as simple. It's not as simple as walking out. A lot of them have so many things in the church that if they walk out, they may have to return to pick something. Because the things they have in the church are a lot. They may not remember to take everything away. They may go out and realize that their phone, their second phone with Momo is actually with a brother of, the, of, the, of another Basanta and they must come for it. The place of swamps and salty marshes, the accursed dry places in the church, do not represent the church. There is also a large part with fresh water, with fishes and trees and fruits and leaves and fishermen with nets. People have lined up. Don't be confused. Those of you in the church who are waiting to hear you think that a church must only have good news for you to be in it. Then you will not join a church on earth. All I'm asking, I'm not asking for money from you. I said, just notice that there were swamps and marshes which still had salt. In the midst of the freshness, Bishop, uh, Reverend Kobe, you too, why are you not a bishop? In the midst so when you come and stand here then you are thirsty and you p- take some water and you take ah, salt don't generalize that everywhere is salty Let me tell you what you should do. If you, if you want to sit down, I won't tell you. You're helping us. What you must do as a Christian, number one, is to allow the man to lead you. Commit yourself to. Submit yourself to the man. There can be no God without a man of God. He comes as an agent of God to introduce you. Number two. Believe. Believe, believe it, that the river of God must be experienced and not admired. It must be experienced and not admired. Number three, 
believe that there are deeper depths of the river. Deeper depths. And number four. Commit yourself to a lifetime of experiencing every part of the river. You see, let me tell you, until you experience every part of the river, you will never notice the trees. Ezekiel never noticed the trees as they were going. There was something about experiencing the deepest parts. That when you are returning, you seem to see things. You see, those of you who have not experienced the deepest part of the church are, are incapable of noticing the trees in the church. They cannot notice it. A lot of the people who are in the underground church in this church only set their put their feet into the water at the ankle level. So when they are talking, they can speak as if they've done ministry or they've been in the church in a certain way, but they've only weighed that in the ankle. Listen, when Ezekiel was in the water, there was a part he was able to walk. Till he got to a part where he only could swim. Many people have only walked in the church. There are people who are swimming in the church. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it's bishops. He got to a place. He had to change. See, there's a time you must change how you relate to the river. If you don't change how you relate to the the river, you will drown in the river. But it is needful for you to experience every part. Otherwise, you'll be standing by trees with fruits. Why you notice it? You rather notice the fruits, the trees of Central Gospel Church. You only notice the trees of Anglican Church because Anglican Church has got trees allow someone to hold your hand and measure measure means say to you that from now on you must be doing pastoring a church of above 100 if your church is still 40 members it means that you you are not progressing you are still at the at the ankle stage or knee now, those at the knee stage, don't notice trees. Don't notice the fishermen. Go deep. I'm going to show you how to go deep. How you will go deep. You cannot 
not be in this church and you have never opened the Macarius. You don't even have a Macarius. You are not deep. How can Anglican priests have Macarius and you, a, a, a UD member, you don't have Macarius? And you say, oh, because you don't have money. It's not because you don't have money for this. I post messages on the page every Monday. Every Monday without fail. You have never clicked to listen to one before. You are not giving yourself to the experiences that are in the church. I don't know why the place is quiet. And you see, that's why it's for me the most important subject in this prophecy or vision is a man. If you are too big to be held, for your hand to be held and guided, you will never experience things. Ezekiel was a prophet, but God was showing him that no matter your prophetism, your pro- whatever, there is a man that must guide you. No matter the visions you've had, there is a man that must guide you. Who will say to you that, I want you to leave the choir and become an usher. Yes, because as we lead, as a pastor, I measure. I measure and I say, look, when I measure, I say, let's cross here. Let's cross at the level of two centers. Let's cross at the level of five percenters. Let's cross at the level of a GSO. Let's cross at the level of a zone. Let's cross. Come along and you must believe it. Ezekiel could have said, I have not swum before. Now, that is where I want to pause and tell you that there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God. God is in the midst of her. And she shall not be moved. Now, I want to say today, look at my face so that you don't say you never heard it. The river has different depths. And you must experience the depths. There's a reason why God put you in the UD river. Yeah, there's a reason why God didn't put you in Glorious Gospel Angels Delight International Incorporated Fountain of Life Ministries International. There's a reason. There's a reason. And I'm saying to you, and I'm very happy, how many of you have not attended a camp before? This is the first camp you attended. Stand to your feet and let me see you. Yes, look at them. Look at them. Look at them. You see, never think that you are the only intelligent person. Try. And try and also attribute a little intelligence to other people, not only you. You've not been to a camp before, my darling. So we, we have to ask ourselves, where are the people who were coming for the camp? Where are they? That's why I will tell those of you standing here that believe God. 
if you bring a camp, Bishop had 26 years ago. I was in it. 26 years after, by God's grace, I'm still at a camp. I pray that you, I'll see you, God willing, in 30 years time. Make it your vision. Make it your life's goal. Go deep. Go deep. Please sit down. Allow your pastor to take you deep. Allow your pastor to take you deep. Allow a man to take you deep. To say that enough of basenta work. Start a center. You've been in this center for too long. Send three people to start new centers and supervise them. Go out and do it. There is a man who must guide you. And always, when you are in the river, and you see some people at a certain depth that you are not, it must worry you. As a Christian, it must worry you. I mean, there was a time on these mountains, we only knew that a church on this mountain had to be 40 members because there was nobody here. There's, there's nobody here. If you have a church on the mountain, on, we, we knew that a church on this mountain has to be, I mean, hundred dead, then you are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are raising dead bodies. Then Pastor Randy came to Kokonru. What's the name? City Church or Mountain Church or something, Mountainside. In, Sit at Grace Citadel at Kogonru, not by the roadside though. Inside, you must be determined to go inside. And thousands were gathering. So, ah, how? How? You're asking how? Because you never moved from the ankle level. You, you, you think that just by your body contacting water, it means that you have arrived. Many of you, your bodies are just contacting the water of the UD. I want us to stand to our feet. Listen. This river has got trees. Has got what? Trees. Whose fruits can be your food? This church. This church. And if you want evidence, see me. I'll give you names of people whose Whose lives have been nourished by the fruits from the tree. There are fishes. There are fishes. Fishes not just for you to catch and fry. With fishermen. If you don't understand, fishermans. Fishes with fishermans. With nets. Plural. Plenty fishermen. Don't allow the testimony of marshes and swamps to deceive you. Lift your two hands. Oh. I'll go deep. Yes, yes, yes. 
It's the same church, the same branch and pastor, but I'll go deep in it. Yes. It can't be that 40 members is the largest number I can gather. I'll go deep. Yes, Lord. Limaka Marino se listen. Let me tell you something. Just if you are kneeling, just kneel. Listen. The man didn't take a boat. They walked a step at a time. A step at a time. They took steps. He measures, and they take steps. It means. Take your time. Take your time. I'm going to talk about long suffering in the next session. Take your time. Beautiful. My God. One step at a time. When the water, if you are here and the water is at your ankle level, you are going to lift your hands and pray and say, I want to feel how this water is like when it's at the knee level. Yes. If the water is at your knee, you are going to pray and say, I want to feel how this water is like when it is at the waist level. Yes. If the water is at your waist level, ah, say, I want to feel want to how see. this Lord, I want to experience it. Revelations chapter 4, verse 1. Revelations 4, 1. Then, as I looked, after this, I looked, and behold, a door was opened. Where? At Amrahia. No. A door was opened. Where? At East Legon. No. Why was the door opened? In heaven. In heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet. It sounded like a trumpet. Talking with me. And the voice said, Come up hither. Come up here. Come up here. That is where you are. Mm. There's an upstairs. Hey. Mm. There's an upstairs. Yes. Bishop, there's an upstairs of your church. There's an upstairs of my church. Oh, yes. I owe it to myself mm. to experience the upstairs. Lift your two hands and ask the Lord to help you to experience oh, no, the upstairs of the, of the basement, the hey. deeper. Whatever you are doing, ah, Pastor Vaughn, there is an abscess. There is an abscess. Swim. 
Limo, Kalinusa, Brandi Yavosa, Lipa Bababo, Siane Mokia Dabosa, Yambala Bababo, Shandaba, Libra Sindelebo, Katina Mosa, Yambala Babo, Shalaba, Yetra Sika Tony Mosa, Alibra Sindelebaba, Ambaya Kataya Baba, Ibro Sanino Katonia, Ibaso, yes, yes. Marababa, Lima Carabo, Sina Manaba, Ibrasin de Leocataba, Yambayaba, Go Tipa, Yes, you can strike six times. Lika Tonimona Manama, Ibro Salico Sataba, Sambaya Balabalaba, Lika Davosa, Lipayadosa, Pacoda, Ibra Tonimosa, Rabaya. Lebrasa, <laughs> Lift your hands. our last prayer. That Lord, I must. I must. The the Greeks, they came to where Jesus was. And they met, I don't know who they, but they Philip or who? It was, it was Philip they met. A disciple who had worked with God, with, with, with Jesus. They said, no. We must see Jesus. We are not here to see Philips. I mean, people seem to know that there is something bigger than the experience in front of them. And they want to see. see, We want to see something bigger than you. Do you want to see something bigger than 20 members in your center? Something bigger than a church which doesn't grow? Something bigger than a life which doesn't read his Bible every day? Clap your hands and begin to pray. I want to see. Libro Sakatababa, La Pranino Canino Sialabosa, Ambaya Balababosa, Libras Catanino Momaha, Lembella Bellabosa, Licota, Ripalino Cadino Siaba, Bayama Mamos, Bayama Mamosia, Librasina Catuba, La Bayaba, La Bayaba, Ibrasan de la Bosha, Yapra Canino Sia, Raman de la Babe, Ipayamama, Ipayamanama. Enough of inspecting gates. Yes, yes. And writing ah, about doors. Lekatayama. 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 Yembresa. Yembresa. Abaya Balaba. Yembebebe. 
I must see something bigger than you. Yes, yes. Why wouldn't you want, you want to be a center leader if you are a basenta leader? Why? If you've been a center leader of one center, why can't you be a leader of a three? Why? 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 Why don't you have a desire for anything spiritual? Why? All your plans are the woman to marry, the car you should drive, your house, your children, your wife. Keep praying. Ye 